Hello and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of X Vlog Live. And we have a very special guest. I mean, he already has the key to the front door. He's been here more times than I can count on two hands. Steel Rain, one half of the outstanding duo known as Living Split Screen, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., with, of course, Pong Soul Steel. How the heck are you, brother? We got a lot of news. The gaming gods, or the gaming news gods, man, they have been plentiful in the last couple of days. As they continue to be in this golden age of gaming. Look, boom, I'm Mr. Live Rona Cut himself. Uh, Mr. RTS View, Steel <laughs> Rain. That's I, Steel Rain. I, that T is a seven everywhere. And look, boom, I'm just excited to be here. There has been a lot of news buzzing the streets um at least especially on twitter um some of the some of the things on youtube i've been seeing have been kind of crazy too but nonetheless um it's definitely a good time to get into some things and just in time because you're you're helping me push through boom because there were only you know hours away from that wonderful diablo 4 early access. oh man that's right that's right yeah i i bought it i you know but i'm not going to play it folks because well mrs boomstick and i are going to start that adventure together that's over the weekend that's and uh let's hope that this time around because i'm probably still picking a barbarian and she's probably going to pick the sorcerer as she does now that we have this is not the beta it's the full-on release mm-hmm. we'll be able to fix the camera we'll take our time with some of the options and make it you know fit for our uh usage if you will uh i'm hoping that we walk away from it uh incredibly uh excited and and then once we start seeing some of the powers or the magic come in when you get leveled up maybe we'll we'll appreciate it a little bit more but listen i'm in i'm in on that and of course i bought street fighter six because, well, I'm a Street Fighter stan, and oh, I'm looking okay. forward to that as well. Again, lo- lots of gaming news to get into. But look, before we get into Fable, and, and I kind of want to just caveat this for a hot second. Um, there were a couple of comments, Steel, before we went live mm-hmm. of people trying to be Debbie Downers. Now, listen, oh, look, okay. I'm not going to call anybody out. Uh, you have your you're entitled to your opinion. If you feel... That what I'm going to show in the second half of the show, which Xbox put out there, that suggests, at least to me, that Fable is going to be there. Whether it's, it is the new Fable by Playground Games mm-hmm. or the rumor that seems to be running around that a Fable trilogy you know, remaster is potentially coming for the 20, 20th anniversary next year, whichever take you have. I think Fable is going to be there. I think it's going to be there in a big way. We we both know someone that has worked on Fable. We both know and we've been told that it is a stunning-looking game. um, And we're very privileged to have that information. I have no doubt that Playground Games is going to deliver. But what I will not stand for Mm. is for people to come into the chat and be complete D-bags. Because if you want to have your opinion and you want to doubt uh whether this is real or not that's entirely okay but understand that i am not going to have my excitement because my excitement for this show is at a 15 out of Mm. 10 now if i if i'm disappointed i will give xbox the business as you Mm -hmm. would expect me to do um but steel i appreciate you being here before we get into all of the crazy fable news folks we got to talk about some 
some Redfall news that came the way, of course, and I begrudgingly give credit where credit is due because you know how I feel <laughs> about Jason Schreier. He is not a good person at all. He is a self, uh, self-aware uh, journalist that steps on anyone he can to make his name more popular, and I just think he's a terrible person. But to be fair, if I'm going to use someone's work as a talking point, I do got to give him credit where credit is due. He broke the story on Bloomberg.com regarding some of the behind-the-scenes development woes of Redfall. And I have those queued to get into. Uh, And, of course, I pulled this tweet, a good friend of of mine personally and a great friend of the community, Idle Sloth, um, who, of course, uh, posted this, all of this. And, and again, the article itself is behind a paywall. I don't subscribe to Bloomberg, so I am going to use what... Uh, Idle Sloth had put out there, and uh, we have learned, folks, that uh, this game's development started in 2018 before Microsoft had purchased uh, uh, Bethesda. And uh, we, 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 that I mean, that really is uh, a lot to get into, uh, regarding this. Um, and uh, I'm gonna again, I'm gonna read directly from the article, it was written by Jason Trier of Bloomberg.com. And uh, we have uh, uh, Tariq uh, Musa uh, wrote that uh, it seems that there was an issue at every element of the development for Redfall. He goes on to say, in the end, Redfall feels unpolished, underdone, underwhelmed, mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. Um, and in, uh, in another uh, you know, excerpt, and this is a little bit longer, folks, so bear with me as I read. Uh, the makers of Redfall, the mediocre me- mediocre reception was no big surprise. The project suffered from unclear direction, frequent attrition, and uh, a, a pernal lack of, of staff, according to more than a dozen people who worked on the game, mm-hmm. speaking anonymously because they were not authorized to discuss it publicly. A spokesperson for Redfall's publisher, Bethesda Software, declined comment. Now, here's where we get into the weeds of things, folks. Mm -hmm. According to the article, Steele, development of Redfall began in 2018. At the Mm -hmm. time, ZeniMax, the large privately held owner of Bethesda Softworks, was looking to sell itself behind the scenes. And the company was encouraging its studio to develop games that that could generate revenue beyond its initial sale, Mm -hmm. uh, a popular trend dubbed games as a service, which was... At that time, Steel taking off in the late 2010s, thanks to the lucrative mm-hmm. hits of Overwatch and Fortnite. Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Now, according to people familiar with the process, Steel, Zenimax was strongly urging developers and its subsidiaries to implement microtransactions. That is, reoccurring opportunities within games for players to spend real money, say, outfits, uh, outfitting their characters. Although this wasn't an absolute mandate, several ZeniMax franchises, such as Fallout, Doom, and Wolfenstein, would mm-hmm. soon release new versions incorporating this. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that we learned, Steel, is they lost over 90 staffers, 90 developers who walked off of the job. And the reason why, Steel, is because they were uncomfortable, uneasy, did not like the direction. This is a studio known for its single-player content, mm-hmm. and being that they were being, according to the article, 
quote unquote forced to make this multiplayer game, it appears that a lot of people's hearts weren't into the job, and that's why they lost over 90 people. Now, look, Steele, you played the game with Pong Soul for about six hours. I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you folks right now, I've put over 50 hours into it. I played it mostly single player. I played maybe about two hours multiplayer, and I I quite enjoyed it. Now, is the game perfect? By mm, all means, nah. no. Far it far. is it, it, it the, the AI is atrocious. The no the the, the no cutscenes is, is is a big problem in modern gaming. There's also the fact that um, there, there were a lot of ideas mm-hmm. that were started, and unfortunately, Steel, they weren't finished. Let's get to your opinion on this Jason Schrey article. Are you surprised by anything that we have learned today? Um, I think the most surprising thing that we I garnered from that was I didn't I, I don't recall hearing about the 90 people leaving. Right. Um, I knew they had, were having some issues of uh, figuring out the whole live service aspect and we're moving in that to, in that direction, mainly because if you if you guys don't remember, Zenimax and Bethesda were were all uh, they were on their own to try to support themselves and their recent games because of their style of games and as big as their games are um, in the way that gaming has kind of evolved, especially with the digital era. Um, they weren't selling enough necessarily to uh, withhold themselves, especially at the at the level of detail that the Bethesda and Zenimax typically puts into their games. Um, so it made sense that they were going to try to go into the live service aspect of things to either one recoup a lot of that money or just to get something that was going to hit for them. Right now. I'm of a couple minds on the whole aspect of Redfall and the people leaving and, and whatnot on one side. It is such a blessing and a wonderful thing to hear that those people were able to leave um, their job, right? Because that's a that's a powerful choice to be able to make. At the end of the day, that's a choice. You had ninety people that left. You didn't give the you weren't able to give them enough of a reason to keep them. Um, so it's a very telling sign, and it's also a very powerful thing. But the other side of that too is, at the end of the day, they still have to deliver a game. And if under if the game was so far in development to to at the point when Xbox acquired them, that it was kind of too late to either cancel the game because it would be a waste of resources um, and it wasn't necessarily worth delaying because it wasn't going to improve the game from where it was at in that position, as we've heard. Um, And also from what I've personally experienced throughout the game, um, because the game is missing a lot of elements and it doesn't look like it literally looks like it was made in a vacuum um by itself um on pluto where sometimes it's considered a planet and other times it's just considered a rock um you you you're confused about which aspect and why um the game was treated this way or why there just seemed to be a blatant um miss as far as attention to detail um especially with the with the ai that's something that's extremely important to me personally. I know a lot of people would jump in and be like, man, why are you judging the AI and that everything has to be sweaty? And it's not it's not about that. But even when you play on the hardest difficulty, people are recommending you play on the hardest difficulty yep. so you have any semblance of um, a challenge. Yeah, that's not a good look. I mean, sure, the vampires are aggressive and you can have some good moments with that. But when your moment to moment gameplay is very mediocre in a way that it doesn't carry the game, 
you were missing some things. And I think Xbox knew that when uh, when they were going into this and were just bracing for the for the impact. Again, um, we've also heard behind the scenes that oh, they rated the game higher, so maybe they were hoping it was gonna do better than anticipated. But um, yeah, man, it screams that there was a lack of vision. I mean, you play the game, it tells you that there's there, there's a there was a there was some vision there that wasn't fully thought out. Um, which which is a, which is a super mishap in my opinion, right? Because it could have definitely been a solid game, and I do think that the game overall um, does have some. I won't necessarily okay. I'll say that it has legs, but it has chicken legs, right? It's one of those guys where you go to the gym and you're working out, you look over, you're like, man, he does not believe in leg day. But you need to believe in leg day. I mean, like getting your core, like even your core is weak right now. So maybe you got to do core and legs. Just focus on that because up top, I did core, I did core and legs today. It's funny you say that. <laughs> see, we'll see. Boom's on it. Why can't Redfall get on it? And I'm dying right you know? now. <laughs> so why can't Redfall get on it? So Redfall is extremely top heavy, um, and it makes sense, especially coming from Jason Schreier. Again, um, say what you want to about the man. He still does do the work comparatively to other folks who don't. Um, so I take his words at face value and just kind of go from there. But uh, at the end of the day, it's super unfortunate things that played out this way, but I do still find it interesting that even Zenimax at that point, maybe it just represents their dire straits that they were in at that time, yeah. where they lost that type of staff and still tried to push through. Like, I like it's like for me, for somebody that looks at the industry from more of an RTS view, like pulling myself out of it most of the time, it's just like, how did you guys let that happen? And how you didn't do anything to adjust for that, or you just had faith, or did Xbox you did, did Xbox acquiring you at least allow you to release this game so you didn't feel like you were wasting the resources? Like, so Indeed. what what's what was really going on? It just I, I want to know more about that lead up up to that point where you know Zenimax, Bethesda, and Xbox finally offered that deal. They sat at the table and said, Hey, we've done business for long enough. Uh, why not come into the family? So it's uh, it's it's interesting, but it's definitely uh, a weird situation, nonetheless. Well, I am going to say this: uh, one of the things that we did learn now, obviously, um, when when they had that sit down meeting with Welcome Bethesda into Xbox Game Studios, mm -hmm. we we had learned, uh, Steele, that Microsoft was going to take a hands off approach yeah 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 uh, to mm -hmm. zenimax and to bethesda because they have their own leaders right mm -hmm. uh pete hines is obviously top guy right there mm -hmm. uh, uh todd howard again another major leader now some of the other leaders i don't really know i know them but i know that the leadership there is strong mm -hmm. um now one of the takeaways from the kind of funny interview with Phil Spencer, who was dejected. There's just no doubt about it. That's not the normal Phil Spencer that we know and love. He mm. was disappointed. He was aggravated. This is coming off the heels of the CMA block, which after, I don't know if I've been keeping your ear to the score, the CMA, they don't know what the F they're doing, folks. They got railroaded and embarrassed Crazy. live TV. I, I summoned it. I was talked about it last on. night. On primetime gaming, which by the way had 900 people show up, which is crazy, right? Um, the CMA is going to get their ass handed to them on the 12th. And I'm saying this, I know I, I'm not gonna talk about it, but I have to say it because it's in, fresh in the mind. If the CMA is listening and you know what's good for you, you might want to consider taking the concessions 
like the EU did and not being embarrassed. I'll just say that. Uh, but getting back to this, um, there is, there might be, can't say that there is. I'm not in the scenes. I don't work for Xbox or Bethesda, so I can't say. I can only you know make an assumption, and maybe I make an ass out of myself. Still, I don't mm-hmm. know. But there is definitely something that has to change with this full-on. I'm just going like this um, because I don't know what oh, yeah. happened from um, when they first started the game to when they released the game. But someone like a Pete Hines. If you see the game is like this, maybe you maybe you cancel it, maybe you delay it. I I, I don't know what to say. Like I said I enjoyed my time with it. I, I I truly truly did. And once there's some, if there is going to be any DLC, because I did buy the bite back edition additional content, um, I will play it. I I again I I enjoyed it. I'm not going to apologize for enjoying a game. No, you shouldn't. But. According to the article, and I want to kind of continue talking about this, they said there was a significant amount of multiplayer tension uh, during the development. And the article goes on to say, since its founding in 1999's deal, Mm -hmm. Arcane had become known for games called Immersive Sims, Mm -hmm. single-player experiences in which players strive to overcome obstacles in multiple ways, from combat to stealth maneuvers, yet from the start... Redfall was pitched to staff as a multiplayer arcane game, which mm-hmm. some team members said they found confusing. Whether whether the sort of gameplay that the studio specialized in would be technically possible in a multiplayer environment was an open question through many of the staffers. Now it goes under it goes on to say developers under Smith and Bear, who were the leads on this game said that uh, that they were outwardly excited, but as the project progressed, failed to provide clear direction. Staff members said that over time they grew frustrated with management's frequently shifting references to other games such as Far Cry and Borderlands that mm-hmm. left each department with varying ideas of what exactly they were making. Throughout the development deal, the the fundamental tension between single-player and multiplayer design remained unresolved. Smith & Bear did not respond to the questions from Jason Schreier for comment. I mean, I got to be honest with you. This thing sounds awful. Um, And I don't know. Look, there's something to be said about studios that are masters of their craft in whatever field that may be. If mm-hmm. it's single player, sure. let them make single player content. If it's multiplayer, like for instance, you take you take the incredible staff at the Coalition, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was uh, that was run by Rod Ferguson, who now just launched Diablo Four with Blizzard. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Rod Ferguson and that entire team. The game is scoring ridiculous high, high, uh, high, high praise, reviews. Yeah. Um, the coalition can t- could dance on both sides, right? They are talented enough where they can make an incredible multiplayer game that has set trends for decades, mm-hmm. and as well as deliver incredible story-driven uh, single-player content. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone is staffed to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I again, you know, now that with the product is out, it, it's reviewed as as it was reviewed. 
it did it it, it got destroyed it, and that's the mm-hmm. bottom line it got destroyed do i think that it's it's a four i certainly do not do i think it's an eight it depends i i might rate it higher because i really had such a great time with the game but i understand if someone's like oh, boom you're crazy it's a six okay not a problem let's not argue let's just let's let's talk it out if it's a six for you and it's eight for me that's okay right if, you know yeah people and people are saying it's a lot lower than that but it's like what i spoke to earlier too where i was saying it just speaks on the the, the, the talent of the dev studio themselves too because at the end of the day um you still have to d- d- deliver a product and if there wasn't um a cohesive vision again you can't say borderlands and far cry and expect for especially this team who again who made immersive sims um more single player focused games to understand what that's supposed to mean um, to all of a sudden understand how co-op works, to understand what makes it enticing, to understand what, um, like, the game, like, literally, as far as what I've experienced thus far, there is no weapon, uh, there's no weapon, like, progression system, really, where it no. entices you to get the, the next good gun, or um, you have multiple varieties of different guns, so you didn't even hit on that aspect, or try to, so that's why you hear a lot of people say, well, you know, there's a lot of things in here that seem like they started on and never finished, and it, it's just, it's one of those things. Now, again, the fact that you still feel like it could be still anywhere between a six to an eight or maybe even higher, depending on how you're feeling and just off your personal experience, I think still does speak to um, the team themselves, right? That they were still able to create something and it come out to some sort of um, completion, whether that's acceptable to us or not. And again, I mean, the numbers are going to speak for themselves and at least for Arcane, their games haven't sold the greatest previously in this game potentially was supposed to be something to help them continue to make more games previously before they were acquired. But then now that they're now that they are acquired, they have a chance to say, Hey, yeah, this is our first game that we kind of really missed the mark on. Um, And now we'll go move on to something that we all care about. We can all have a cohesive vision under Uh, we have, plenty we have we have a publishing team that understands the type of games that we make um and now we know that xbox is supposed to be being more hands-on and again to your point boom it's like you know if bethesda was being hands-off and obviously that they were because again you can't let 90 people go and then say hey guys well keep working on that game that you don't know how to fully create um and then you bring it in the Xbox, who is known for the multiplayer aspect and making cohesive things, um, making cohesive titles, I should say. And then you say, oh, I'm, I'm going to be hands off, too. Like it, that, that doesn't go hand in hand with each other. But again, it speaks to a lot of what's going on currently within the industry. Um, a lot of the issues that are seemingly happening and why people are having that conversation of why. Why do people even feel like Microsoft can't handle these things? I feel like they do. And again, it's growth pains. Um, you can't go from five to seven studios to 30 um, within a span of less than 10 years and figure it all out. Yeah, I, I do think they will. And it's taking time, but there's no excuses. Right. Games are games. And whether people are going to buy them or not, you're going to have to eat that loss at the end of the day if it doesn't sell the way it's supposed to. No, I mean, it's a great point. Look, uh, Darnell Hill, good friend of the program, says the problem is forcing devs into stuff they don't want to make, proving Microsoft's approach is correct. See, that's I don't, that's not the problem, though. I that, that would be, for me, the way that I take that would be kind of an incorrect, uh, a little bit of an incorrect thought process there, because at the end of the day, if you're a company um, that is responsible for creating a product and you have no 
you have no insight into whether this is going to be successful, whether your own company is going to be successful, never mind your publishing company known as Zenimax was going to right. be able to withstand whatever that you were creating. Um, and you're just creating something that not only the publisher feels is going to be great um, or at least beneficial to your team, to your studio could be the just one. Nothing's wrong with trying. Right. And again, I, I see what you're saying by them possibly being forced into it, but they still have to deliver a product. That's still you still have to be a team and create something. And if the team, especially after being brought in by Xbox, was so far in development to the point that they couldn't go back in at a fundamental level because it was just that kind of broken apart or maybe not enough people understood what was going on, then you're going to get what you got. Right. It's one miss for Arcane, and I don't think that they should be written completely off because of that. The year prior, um, or, or a couple of years prior, whichever it was, Deathloop was up for game of the year, and that's yeah, from them. It, you know, I'm glad, man, you are... I we, don't we, like this. It's not me. We, we're on the same page here, <laughs> and I'm glad that you brought it up because you're right, uh, Steele. I have seen some folks throw the hands up and be like, you know what? This Ever since they've, they've come to Xbox... They've ruined another studio. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. listen. I, now I, I'm going to say this. I, I got to say it, Steel. I did not like Death Loop. Like I tried it on two consoles. I put the exact same four to six hours in. I was like, "Yep, this is just but not like Redfall." <laughs> this is, but I like Redfall. The thing is, this uh, just yeah. last year, Steel. Not perfect. They made a game of the year. In fact, mm -hmm. it was on most websites. Yeah, was game of the year. It was rated like nine out of ten. Yeah. So to suggest that they they, they can't rebound from this in like a Prey two or Dishonored three or even a new IP that's single player, you, you I, I I think people are just blowing smoke. Yeah, like Biscuit was selling with that's that's kind of the point that I was uh Biscuit thousand five in the chat. He was like, Imagine telling your boss I don't feel like making this game. And that's kind of like like so the 90 people just left because you they said they were making a live service game and they were just allowed to leave just because like that's they could just break their contract, or maybe they didn't have a contract. Like, what it was like that's the other question, like nobody's asking or focusing on like, so you're just gonna say 90 people and say that oh, they didn't feel like work. I wish that I wish that anybody could just go to your job one day and be like they're gonna tell you you're gonna work on a project and you just say you know what I really don't feel like doing. That. I got a funny story, funny <laughs> NYPD story for you. Now I came out at a time right. I, I came out in '94, um, and you know the, the the job was packed with dinosaurs. Not yet. Now I was eventually called a dinosaur because you know I, I I got older. So I what what was what I called other people eventually they called me. It's funny how it goes around. Well, this is a funny story. It, 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 it's, a, it's a rookie story. Um, and it's not about me. It's about another rookie. And the, later on in my career, when I got closer to retirement, a lot of the classes still um, had kids that for, were from a generation where they felt they didn't have to earn their, their stripes, so to speak. Uh, when I came out, I didn't see the inside of a car for three years. And, and, and what does that yeah. mean? I walked a foot post as a cop in New York City in the Bronx for almost three years because that's just how it worked. That's just how it that's how it was. You had to earn your dues. Well, this particular rookie uh get this uh, you know is was walking a beat as they should. Uh, this is just that's life. 
And the captain of the of the command that I was at, you know, rolled up on them because, you know, you got to get check on the rookies, got to make sure they're OK. And with his hat off, no salute to the captain. He tells him, Steel, mm-hmm. you know, Cap, I got to be honest with you, this football thing really not for me, man. When am I going to get into a car? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. This, mm. I, I actually asked the kid, I'm like, did you did, did you really say that? Yeah, well, because, you know, I mean, well, everyone else is in the car. So needless to say that they transferred <laughs> that kid and they probably said, I don't know where they sent him. He got transferred. He got tra- he got he got, he got booted out of the command, which is not Ooh. a good thing when you're new. But that's the, the that's that's the vision that I'm getting when you're saying 90 people just walked off the job. Hey, you're making live service. I'm out. Yeah, like it just it doesn't make any. We haven't heard any rumors about that. We haven't heard anything like people are mentioning in chat. It's just like something doesn't quite add up there. So if there is any truth, it's like were y'all really that much of dire straits that people could just walk out whenever they want to? Because again, those 90 people, whether they love the game or not. Could have made a better, could have made a more successful product at the end of the day if there was vision there. But if they were just allowed to walk away, then again, that's that's something else that you have to discuss as part of the conversation. And again, one miss out of their history of games that a lot of people are coming together. And again, people are having their fun with it. Nothing against it. I'm not going to hold it against them. But I've played the game. I think it's weak. I've played some of the other games. I thought they were all right. They're not my style of game, so I don't hold that type of criticism to them. Um, and like somebody was mentioning in chat, like, oh, well, that was this team from Arcane. And it's like we can break we can break things down like that. At the end of the day, Arcane's Arcane is Arcane. Arcane. Nobody's whether, gonna look at it that way. Yeah, whether you're in the same state or you're it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter if you're a part of the Arcane team. It's like Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it's I, I get what you're saying that there's there's different, you know, there's one there's one in Austin, there's one right, over right, 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 I right. totally get all of that, but at the end of the day, it's still Arcane Studios. And as a collective, they they know how to make good yeah. games, right? So it's like I don't know. Every, to each their own. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong. You're gonna take your misses. It's just like the like the Spencer quote. You can't be in this industry and be scared to put out a game that's gonna rate as a six Metacritic, right? Um, it's just it's part of the industry. Not everybody's gonna love everything, and hey, it is and it is what it is. Again, doesn't excuse it. No, and it, there's not no reason for it. And no. damn sure that Xbox should have stepped in there and said, "Hey, man." We like to make multiplayer games. What the entire mess is this? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yep. No, I mean, listen. I, the questions should have been asked, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. You can say, and again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the story has come out because many reporters, many people in this community, immediately equated Firefield Spencer. This is his fault. Now, ultimately. It's technically his fault because he is the head of Microsoft Gaming, but he's a one human being. That's the same thing with Matt Booty. I see a lot, I see a lot of criticism from Matt. And I don't know Matt personally, but he's he is handling 23 studios. Now, I'm not making excuses. He's getting a lot of money to do that. But at the same time, you know, you, there were people suggesting, well, Matt Booty yeah. should have known. He should have rolled, he would have walked right into Bethesda and said, let me see the what's going on. I actually don't think it works like that, especially when you have Microsoft that is allowing Bethesda to be Bethesda. Now, obviously, it that ideology worked for Deathloop, right? Game of the year ranking. 
did not work so much for Redfall. Now we have the minutiae of it. There were people that walked off. Mm-hmm. They were uncomfortable about making a multiplayer game as opposed to a single player game, which is what they're known for. And I and and, and I, you know what? Let me let me write, let me catch up on the super chats before we get onto Fable and we finish off this topic because a couple of them do do happen, especially on one from X Don the Otaku. He says something pretty interesting. First of all, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the of of the of the program, drops not one but two two dollar super chats. And the first one, he says, "Hello guys, hello to you, TJ. Welcome as always." The second one, he says, "The deal will be done by July." I have a strong suspicion that you are correct in saying so. Uh, the thrashing that the CMA took at the hands of Cat and the uh, the two lawyers for both Activision and uh, <laughs> and Microsoft just eviscerated uh, the attorney and all everything that they said was shot down. It just at the end of the day, the CMA is there. There, there are two ways to look at this, folks. Uh, sorry for this, the, the the talk again, but you know, listen, it's a super chat. I got to talk about. Uh, there are two ways to look at what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Either the CMA is going to realize that they don't have a chance in hell to have the cat agree with their assessment of cloud being a separate market, which we all know it's not. I mean, it's honestly so easy to uh, to, to explain how it's just a delivery system. I don't understand how they got there, but they got there and they are wrong. They're 100% wrong. They're either going to dig their heels in the sand further and be embarrassed further. And I don't know if the parliament, I don't know if the prime minister, I don't know if Kat themselves want to see this continue down, spiraling down this like a toilet. That's really what's happening with the CMA. They're, everything that they blocked on is wrong. So I don't know why they would consider moving forward on this because they're stubborn because they're wrong and they know they're wrong. So if they dig their heels in the sand, we get We get a decision in August and it's probably going to come the way of cat and cat's not going to send it back to the CMA because they, they will have uh, quashed the cloud SLC. Cause we know that the console SLC has already been uh, taken off the board by the CMA, mm-hmm. CMA themselves, or which is, I think cooler heads should prevail here. Steel CMA says, yeah, we, we, we got our asses handed to us, uh, you know, just the other day and the 12th isn't looking any better. Maybe we should just take the concessions and, you know, and come to a decision. Uh, who knows at this point? I can tell you one thing, almost absolutely 1000% sure the deal is going to go through. Uh, now, granted, it, 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 crazy things could happen, but I, I doubt it. The way the judge was speaking uh, Judge Smith seemed to be very on point with what's happening and the statement of we're not going to do things as we normally have done them and we're not going to rush or we're not going to rush through this. We're going to get this right. Basically tells me that they, they, they're going to do the right thing because ultimately there's nothing wrong with this deal. We all said that from the beginning. But Steele, listen, uh, let me catch up on the, uh, can with the Super Chats. We have Stay High Triple F. Drops a very generous uh, two two dollars super chat and says, "Can we get some of their something he to be said merch?" Um, I mean, I, I, that's that's interesting. I never had a, a merch request like that, but w- I will definitely consider it. I, I I have to find the right um, and there's something to be said. That's funny. I I, I say it all the time. <laughs> I don't even realize I say that. Uh, X Don the Otaku drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says. 
I believe studios should be pushed out of their comfort zone, Steel. Every now and then, the mm -hmm. Animal Crossing team apparently made Splatoon, which I freaking did not even know that. I don't want excuses. I mean, listen, I hear you. I mean, yes, I, I, I see what you're saying. And yeah, it, it is sometimes for creativity purposes. Maybe, maybe people want to be pushed out of their comfort zone to make something that they no normally haven't made. But for me personally, I kind of like, like, for instance, everyone's been saying for years, the coalition should do something that's not gears. And even though I agree with that, because yeah, I think passionate they, about it though. Yeah, yeah, but that's their thing, right? Like, that's what they do. They, they make love gears too. Everyone that's on that team, love at least gears. from what I understand, <laughs> Steel, honestly, honestly, and truly wants to be a part of the coalition because that because is of gears, what yeah. they do. Yeah, that's that's one of those things. Like when I hear people say that, oh, I want the coalition to make something different. Great. But the thing about the coalition that is different from a lot of the companies that are under Xbox currently is that the coalition was created at a time to where Xbox was start was all was making that transition of hey, mm -hmm. you're the studio, create the game, and the coalition was created to handle gears, right? Now, not saying that they can't make other games if they wanted to, like right. we have heard in the background that they probably were, but I do still believe, even if they were working on this other side project, that they, the coalition, bare minimum, would have had to say so to say, hey, well, we're far along in this project. Let's go ahead and re let's go ahead and put this out, and then we'll get get the gears and you know take everything that we moved over. Yeah, something has happened in a conversation between the coalition of Microsoft. And again, I only say this because the coalition is one of Microsoft's most dependent studios, right? Um, along with 343, which is why there was given so much leeway and the game came out the way that it did. Now, the fortunate thing on the coalition side is that they have hit every game, right? Um, so after they, if they came in with, after on the back end of three, four and then five the games have been extremely consistent gears is just a um it's an enemy of itself because it's not once outside of the story once you get that initial engagement um and people play that not everybody's going to move over to the multiplayer um right. there's a lot of conversation with that going on currently like oh we want more single player the next gears and multiplayer and you guys should kind of mm -hmm. you know i've been seeing a lot of that going on um but it's like they do both really well and i do think that they they had a moment to say hey well we can work on this other project that we got going on but we felt like we've learned enough that we're excited to work on on the next gears that's what that's what they do but i my my point with that is that i do think that they have enough say so to say hey we want to try some different things we, we want to do a b and c and then we'll get back to gears especially with the type of tenure that uh tenure that gears has um within the industry so uh, that's my that's my biggest point uh, coalition is a little bit differently and you're seeing that with a lot of the internal microsoft studios um yeah. under xbox where they're getting that say so and now with studios are coming in they're being more open to that or maybe uh are being more open to the experience because that's not typically how things have been in gaming. Right. Um, and for better or for worse, they're figuring it out and not everything is going to be perfect. So, no, I mean, per great, great points as, as always, uh, two more super chats to get to Then We're going to get into Fable, folks. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Fable is one of my favorite franchises. I finished one, I think six times. Um, oh, and yeah. I loved every minute of it. It's my favorite of the series. I do like two, three, 
I beat it. It was it was good. It wasn't great, but I go back to the old. I go back to the goat, and that's that's a fable one. Uh, but JT Koo drops. Wow, a very generous ten dollars super chat. And, and you know, as much as I appreciate the generosity, uh, JT, it's really the comment that just makes it all worth it. He goes on to say. Big fan of the show. It always makes my my work days so much easier. I listen to all of the podcasts in its entirety every time. Great panel, great discussions. Brother, that's very kind of you to say. And, of course, it. it is incredibly um, generous of you to drop the $10 Super Chat. So thank you so much for that. Raiden Blade, good and generous friend of the program, drops a five-pound <laughs> Super Chat. He says, Jason the Ratman totally points to Zenimax. And not Xbox. Yes, I do want to make that clear. Normally, Jason takes the shots whenever he can of Xbox. Some people in the chat are suggesting this is damage control uh, timing because of the PlayStation show when he's trying to dump some negativity onto Xbox. I mean, any chance he gets for Xbox negativity, he's going to take it. I didn't see his, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, his his shocking and appalling article about PlayStation completely shitting the bed on their showcase but you know listen everyone is going to write what they want to write he goes on to say i blame pete hines because he also helps look over zenimax yeah i mean ultimately the same way um phil spencer's looked upon as the end all stopgap and he's the head of microsoft games uh microsoft gaming you know what i'm saying he took it on the chin mm -hmm. for that uh that, that that kind of funny interview as a good leader does uh, I have not seen anything from Pete Hines. I haven't seen anyone. I don't even know who who's the head of Zenimax. I, I I don't I don't even know. But listen, at the end of the day, there were some failings. The game came out. It's mediocre at best for me. I, like I said, I enjoyed it, but there ha it has a lot of shortcomings. It's a shame. It's a shame because if you played the game, every one of the characters are incredibly interesting. Um, there is a story to be told. It does end on a cliffhanger. But I don't think we're going to get a sequel, and if we do, it will be, we we will be lucky. Um, mm -hmm. But let's um, let's uh, let, let's 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 move on to the big topic of the show, folks, um, and that is Fable. Sure. Now, what Please. I want to do is I want to pause this footage and I want to do a screen share because, for context, folks, mm -hmm. I want to show the post on Twitter from Xbox. That had everyone doing a, a fable rally cry, inclu including myself. So let, let, let me set that up, uh, Steel. And let me do the screen share right now. Let's see. Uh, where are you? Oh, that's that. Okay, yeah, here it is right here. So I'm going to share the screen. I'm going to go there right now. Hold on just a second. Let me just set this up. And I want to make sure I'm going to do full screen. Let me know if you folks can hear it, please. This is this is what Xbox uh, tweeted the other day. Basically, it says, folks, do you love games as much as we do? Then you won't want to miss the Xbox Games Showcase. And here is the full-on commercial or the, the advertisement for what happened. Here we go. I can hear it. Okay. 
Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let it play one more time. Just so people just come in. We have closing on 700 people here. Oh, please hit the like button and subscribe if you're not unsubscribed. But this is this is what this is what set the community off in a tizzy. Okay, so now I'm gonna stop uh, screen sharing. Uh, let me just shut that down. Okay, so Steel, look. At the end of the day, we talked about this in the green room, like artwork, subjective, mm-hmm. opinions, subjective, absolutely. Uh, game reviews: a game comes out and one gives it a, uh, a fifteen out of ten, and the other one gives it a one out of uh, out of ten. Right. Subjective. Mm-hmm. Now I saw this, and because I'm such a Fable fan, I personally have immediately equated what they were trying to tell or suggest as there's going to be some sort of fable reveal. And you say, how do, how do I come to this conclusion, Steel? Well, it looked like fairy dust. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it does. But it exactly looks what like, it is. It looks like fairy dust. Mm-hmm. They followed the trail. If you took it, it's, it's a lot of people took a lot of screenshots. Apparently, what this person was Melissa McGame Pass, which is a fictional character but we know that she's always in the mix of putting out these very auspicious uh, tweets about Xbox Game Pass, about some of its games, and now about what potentially could be a Fable reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we've seen a lot of different opinions. Most people are excited to the point of this show is going to be a 15 out of 10, and I'm one of those people. And you know something, <laughs> if, I, if I'm let down by Xbox... There are two people to blame. First of all, I'll blame myself because I put this show on a pedestal. I said it was going to be a 15 out of 10, and they delivered, let's say, a 7 or 8 out of 10. So I'm going to be disappointed. So I I'm immediately have to blame myself. And then secondly, I'm going to have to blame Xbox because if this turns out to be another marketing nightmare like they did a couple of years ago, where and, and I pulled a, a, a tweet from... Um, from Pong Soul. I'm going to pull it up in a second because before one of their showcases... What's that? No, he's. I was saying that he did make a good post about that. Yeah, he, did, he made a great post. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I, I think I sent it to you. So uh, before, before, let me just try and find that. But if, if, if it turns out that it's a bit of a... It, it, it's a misstep, then that, that's going to be incredibly disappointing. Yeah, I, I got Pong Soul's tweet right here in front of me. And he, fo- he posted this, folks. He says, with all the Fable Talk starting last night, it sparked a memory. Xbox Game Studios Publishing made a mistake or, or, or made mistake tweets on October 17th of 2021. And with its inclusion of Melissa McGame Pass in the showcase teaser yesterday, could we have a surprise on June 11th? Now, what, what he was referring to, and I have both those tweets in front of me, um, it says, we're excited to kick off something special tomorrow. Just give us one more day to prepare the chickens. Now, again, still subjective, but when you think of chickens, I think of Fable because you used to be able to kick them, and that was a thing, right? Yep. Well, the second tweet uh, goes on to say, we'd call, we'd call it our Fable anniversary, but that name was already taken. And that comes the way of Xbox Game Studios publishing their official Twitter account, and that this is... 
we got a we got a lot of pushback from certain people. A perfect example yeah. of that is a good friend of the community. We both like him. We don't both think that he's that he is his he does have high levels of integrity. We're talking about Jeff Grubb. He posted something last night that kind of got him in trouble with the community, and he <laughs> had to delete it. And what that was was a picture of a character stepping on a rake, uh, right. basically insinuating that that's Microsoft stepping on a rake once again with this fable shenanigans. And a lot of people blew up his spot. And he, he, he was he was so frustrated by the responses that he was getting that he deleted his tweet. Uh, and obviously, we know that this is the Internet. You, you can delete it yourself, but we know that it's out there. I have a copy of it. Everyone has a copy of it. Our DMs have a copy of it. Um, I listen, that's his opinion. He's entitled to it. I, I like Jeff. I think Jeff uh, is has gotten it right. Jeff has gotten it wrong, like we, we all have. And he's and I would say he's probably around 60, 40 right to wrong. He's gotten a lot of things wrong. He's got a lot of things right. So I don't know if he knows something definitively about Fable not being there and why he posted that, but maybe he did it for engagement. I, I don't know because I'm not Jeff Grubb. But Steele, this sent the community in a positive way, positive excitement, because we obviously we saw a, a, a Fable trailer in 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's been three years. Yes. You and I have the privilege of knowing someone on the dev team. We've yes. both talked to this person. Mm-hmm. They have both told us, just wait and see. You're going to be blown away. So I trust the person that I spoke to. You trust the person you spoke to. Mm-hmm. That gives me great confidence. Now, the question, and, I, and again, I, I sent it to you in the DM, and I have a quote here. Uh, I want to bring it up because uh, Randall Thor talked about this. Shout out to Randall. Um, and uh, this was a, a comment from Matt Booty, folks, during PAX West of 2022 last mm-hmm. year. And he goes on to say, Steele, Booty said that Playground is doing so many cool things with the generation, uh, with the next generation Fable game that he asked them to share it every time he sees it. And he goes on to say, and I quote, part of my job is giving air cover to the team. They don't want to show stuff early before it's ready to go. But if there's one game where that kind of flip uh, that that kind of flipped around where every time I see something of fable i say we should show this it's fable because there is a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. i was going to say that being said the team has made it very clear that i'm not going to be able to show anything until it's ready and booty laughed at with the reporter i think look this is a game that is expected to be mm-hmm. a quote-unquote sony type of banger sorry for using the word folks people are looking for like cognito uh, my my very good brother of the iron lords he's looking for the hashtag just one and this is expected to be said game steal greater than that so melissa mcgame pass puts this thing out looks like fairy dust the music sounds very fable like it's fable what what are your thoughts on this? And by all means, go crazy with this with my question to you. Ooh, well, I'm gonna have a mixture here um, with some behind the scenes information that the way that I'm gonna mix it up is gonna be in a way that I'm not gonna disclose anything that I've talked about behind the scenes um, with 
the person that Boom and I do both know, um, as far as Fable goes. Um, but with that into consideration, um, just going with this entire rumor um, in, to- in totality, right? I personally do think it would be sm- extremely smart for for Xbox to to show Fable at this show. At least give us a vertical slice, something uh, somewhat of a gameplay segment, even if it's only five to ten minutes, just so we have an understanding to see whether they're going to hit that um, initial impact, right? That Fable that Fable had back in the day, uh, the humor, the adventure, the um, the diverting paths throughout the story and how that's going to blend um, because Fable also did the whole good evil and also neutral kind of aspect to where the, and, and balance it out really well. It's kind of like star Wars, how they have the light, the dark and the gray um, Fable had some of those same mechanics and, and Alex actually balanced them really well in how you traverse through the story and the decisions that you made. So for me, what I, when I am whole, when I am expecting, especially off of that, uh, video that we got with the fairy dust being all over the place. And again, shout out to that person being willing to put glitter in their carpet. It has to be something that's official enough because anybody that has a home, you, you clean, do the cleanup you know on that had to be three hours. <laughs> that's and and you would know spot. because you have kids. So I'm yeah, sure. Exactly. exactly. Like so it's, it's one of those things where I have to expect that they are ready to show something for yeah. playgrounds fable. Now, with that said, as mu- as much as I believe they are going to show us a little five to ten minute segment for Fable, I do still think that Fable is probably at least a year to two away from being released. Yes. One, one of the biggest reasons is because Playground was 100% working on, um, been working on the Horizon series Forza for quite some time. And I don't think until after five, and I know they got separate teams, but you'd also be kind of crazy to think that they don't go hand in hand with each other. They're pulling people from, again, it's still Playground at the end of the day. Um, and they need everybody on board to create this new experience that is completely outside of their wheelhouse, right? So I do think that after Horizon, they were able to start doubling down more on what they were creating with Fable while maintaining that other team to say, hey, keep updating Forza Horizon and to start building up some ideas of what we can do for the next Horizon. And we'll, we're going to continue to, we're going to go over here, work on this game so we can get it, uh, get it out to the people. Now, the number one thing that I do expect to release soon from fable um and some people brought it up in chat um one it could be a fable collection now i hope i kind of hope it's not a fable collection the reason i think i hope that it's not a fable collection is because i don't want just a remaster of those games um i would rather have a remake because those games do deserve to be brought forward right some of those mechanics don't carry over really well those games do feel old in a lot of ways so i would like to see those games be remade but the perfect solution is this. Since you're creating a newer fable, yeah. Why what would be the problem with you going back to the original fable and remastering or remaking that one, keeping everything pretty Great much the point. same, but diving in enough, especially as a studio who this is newer to you, right? You want to have an understanding of what this means. And again, We've all saw that trailer that came out in 2020. So obviously they get where they were trying to what they're trying to go for. 
where did they get that from? Did they go back and play the old fable? Say, hey, these are the elements that we want to build off of. These are the things that we feel like were important. This is what really impacted the world. You know what? Matter of fact, since we're doing this, we'll put a small team on, hey, what can you guys do to bring this game forward? Because we do want to bring something out. Since we're not going to be able to release this probably for another, at that time, three to four years, and now probably a couple years away. Let's give something people to familiarize themselves that is familiar, right? Um, but that's kind of what I would expect or anticipate to see. It's kind of the same thing that I'm expecting to see from Gears also. It's something mm. in that same vein where you bring the collection to PC. Um, again, I would rather them remaster, completely remaster or remake the first one than release a collection of the, th- the trilogy or whatever. Yeah. Um, only because I feel like that would allow you more time to, again, not only learn what the base level of Fable is and what's important to the people, um, what that original vision was, to do, not only do it justice, um, but also bring justice to the game that you're trying to create and the vision that you're trying to uh, bring to life. So, You know, there, there's, there, there, first of all, that's a tremendous uh, statement. A lot to unpack there. Uh, I'm going to say this. As much as... See, now... I gotta, I gotta harken back. I gotta just kind of rewind it for a second. Uh, if, if you recall, and you, you actually were actually on this particular program, the day after, no, the day of the Phil Spencer interview, you and I watched mm-hmm. it multiple times. Yes. Now, as much as I feel that was an unhinged, uh, uncharacteristic Phil, he was still Phil Spencer. And whether he meant to do it, which I don't think he was, because I don't think he was in the right mindset. I think he was so taken aback that that's why he was like, yeah, I'm just going to be cranky, Phil. Like, he, you know, he, he was who he was, and we love him for it. And he, and he took it on the chin. Obviously, he's, he's, he's the head dude. He's got, he's got to be a good leader. He did what a good leader does. But in that interview, Steele, he talked about Showcase. And he mentioned Collections with an S. Not a collection, collections. Now, this led to a lot of speculation of the Marcus Phoenix collection being real, which I believe it is, okay? But this also now lends lends to the, again, this is just a possibility, folks. Please, by all means, step off the the, the trip to uh, crazy town if if you don't want to hear. But there could be something to be said about, now, I know you said you're not looking so much for a collection of Fable right, right. as opposed to a remake of Fable 1 in the new Fable engine. And I think that would be absolutely brilliant because, and you know, say what you want about Naughty Dog's remake of The Last of Us 1, right? Mm-hmm. They took the PlayStation 5 capability in graphics mm-hmm. and they laid it over the original blueprint that was... The Last of Us. Yeah. And it worked to great succession. Now, I didn't buy the game because I'm not spending $70 for a game I've already beaten twice. I'll wait for it to call into the, you know, their, their greatest hits thing and, I, and I'll play it then. Um, but if they could do that, if they could take the engine, which is supposed to be Unreal, Unreal Engine 5, and lay that over the original Fable, that would be brilliant. And it would give them, let's say, for instance, you're right. Let's say if that Fable isn't coming out for another 18 months. Let's say that it is yeah. somewhere in the middle of 25. 
or first quarter 25. That's, what that's, per- that's perfectly fine because what you would have is you would do, you'd actually kill more, you'd actually do a few things here, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Steel. You would introduce new players to the world of Fable so they can get excited for the reboot that's coming, right? Oh, and of course, give your team time, give the fans like us who are diehard uh, Fable fans an opportunity to re-experience the original one with all the magic and the bells and whistles, puns totally intended, uh, until the new one is released. And I think that would be brilliant. But I'm going to be honest with you, if it is a remastered collection, I'm not going to boo. I'm going to play the H out of it. There's no doubt about it. And probably play all through. And just to offer a quick correction, boom, out because Spider-Man threw it into the chat. I was going to throw it in when I got a moment. But, yeah, it's not UE5. It's the Forza Tech engine that they're using. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Th- thank which you is for the correction. More, yeah, which is it, even more impressive. It's, a, it's a new Forza Tech from – yeah, I, I totally got that wrong. It's which the is, Forza Tech from Motorsports yes. that is going to be released – Hopefully by the end of the year. I said I'll run. I don't know why the hell I, I said that. You know what? I, you know who I blame? I'm gonna blame him live on the air. Infinite Umbra. Yep. Mr. Unreal Engine. He's, he's always unreal. here. He's always in my brain with the Unreal Engine. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, listen, I, at the end of the day, you gotta take everything and make it personal, right? Yeah, if, yeah. if if, if mm-hmm. you feel how I'm feeling that this is a tease for fable, good on you. I will say that I'm not going to allow Grub. I'm not going to allow anybody in the chat or anybody on social media or anybody from any website to tell me that I shouldn't be excited for this show. Uh, I, I am going to say that tomorrow, Steel, on Breakfast with Boom, we are going to be covering uh, an, an article that was written by Destin Legary. Obviously, you know, he works with IGN. He has an incredible 100K uh, uh, channel of his own. Um, he wrote an article that basically said the PlayStation Showcase was good for Xbox. And it's a good article. It's well written. It's well versed. I agree with him for a lot of reasons, but I have some other thoughts that we're going to specifically cover tomorrow on Breakfast with Boom. But I am going to say that, um, and again, subjective, sub- subjectively, Steele. I think that there was enough here to openly and confidently suggest that there is going to be something fable, whether it is the uh, uh, gameplay or an in-engine trailer of the new playground, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, reboot, uh, announcement for a collection or a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Something fable is going to be there now, and I and I have to say this, folks, because then I would be a fraud. I'm here to tell you that if they put this out there, and this is this is this had to be approved by somebody, somebody from marketing had to approve this. Yeah. If That's if right. fable turns out to be a nothing burger at this show, understand, I'm going to give Microsoft and Xbox the business. Yeah, because, it's another marketing mishap. Yeah, it would be. Again. A giant L, yeah, for for marketing. I agree, I agree. But let me catch up on some of these super chats. Uh, we have one that comes in the way of uh, "Stay High Triple F." I took a screenshot of this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand your suggestion off to Sean Labrie, oh. who is one of the artists that I'm working with uh, uh, exclusively now. 
Um, and uh, he basically says, after dropping a very generous five dollars in chat, you should make a comic book style boom. I like that idea with the speech bubble and the finger uh, finger up saying, "I think you're on to something." And I think that is dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand that to Sean and see what he can come up with. And I'm going to give you all credit for it. Obviously, I'll give you. Uh, I, you know what? If if he could figure something out, I will send you the shirt. You give me your size, DM me your shirt. I will I will buy the shirt for you and send you uh, the shirt. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous wow twenty dollars super chat and says on the R and R show with Lord Addict and Dirt Griggity. Addict said that they think State of Decay 3 won't be at the showcase. It's been five years in development with uh, help from the Coalition. It's been two years since we saw CGI. I, I believe it's, well, it would be considered three years. Didn't we see that for the 2020 show? I'm pretty sure it was a 2020 show. So it would be now running on three years. Um, I, dude, I don't know. I, 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 I Look. We heard Rand talk about the quote unquote, as it's known on Reddit, as the elusive five. That's that's one of them. Mm-hmm. I would love to see an update for that game. I, I hope that it is everything that we hope State of K could be multiplayer. Personally, selfishly, I hope that there is a single player element that allows you to create your character, play through a single player campaign, i.e., days gone, right? You know, big open world. Go at it, have your single player, have your multiplayer, bring your character in. If your character dies, you know, in the multiplayer, you know, tough titty, as they say. I just hope, I, I, again, I'm a mo- I like multiplayer. I just don't have the time for it. So selfishly, this is why I'm attracted to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom or God of War or mm-hmm. Horizon or, you know, like, for instance, Redfall. It had it has multiplayer, but it gave me a single-player experience. I experienced the whole game by myself, and I had a blast. I hope that they offer that single-player aspect to um, State of Decay 3. Uh, we also have Jacob Novick drops a very generous additional $10 super chat and says, Hi, all. Boom, I did DM you. The DM is about that. Uh, if you zoom in on the pad in the car of the Spider-Man 2 trailer, you can see the text uh, MDJN0020123. And um, he's, he says, so can the release date be November 20th, 2020? Dude, that is some crazy epic detective work. Um, that That's interesting. Um Look, they said September originally. That's the rumor. I don't know why you'd want to go up against Starfield. I know that Spider-Man is big, and Spider-Man 2 is going to sell 10 million copies the first couple of weeks. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, uh, I'm Naughty Dog. Insomniac Games, notorious for these little these little like 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 nuggets of information. That That's pretty good detective work, dude. That's... November would be a, a a good time for that to drop. I mean, they're going to go up against Call of Duty, but it's Spider Man. Who's not going to buy Spider Man for crying out loud? It's got it's got Venom. It's got all his bad guys. It's got the Lizard. It it it, it it's got Craven the Hunter. I mean, what's not to get excited about? Plus, of course, Spider Verse. Uh, the second part is this week, uh, this this Friday, which I I have to see at some point. But look. We are at the seventy minute mark, folks, and I cannot thank you enough. We had almost almost. 
800 people in the chat. That is crazy. Like I said, this is still a small channel. Uh, we just crossed on last night's show. We're at 12.5. We are just under uh, 500 to go to hit 13K. I said it uh, last night. I'll say it again. I would love to potentially hit that by June 11th. I don't think that's going to happen. It's, uh, that's, five, yeah, that's 500 subs. Um, we're just not as popular as like the Randall Thors and the Colt Eastwoods and, and, and Dealer Gaming. Maybe one day we'll get there, but you know, we're, we're happy with the success. Um, I do want to thank all of the very generous super chats that have come in. Um, we, 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 we are humbled every time we see the, the amount of generosity that comes our way. So thank you. Um, and uh, Steel had to step away for a second. I'm just going to go to the chat um, and see what you guys and gals are saying. Um, I mean, look, wh while we wait for Steel to come back and we still have some we have we have some time. Throw throw your favorite your most your most anticipated game for the showcase into the chat right now. I'll read them out as they come live on the air. Um, let me know what you think. For me personally, it's Fable Man, and this is this is even before uh, this trailer. Because like I said, I, I'm very very privileged to know someone on the development team, and every time I speak with them. By mind, uh, remember, I'm, I'm just a knucklehead podcaster. I have no development skills whatsoever. So when I hear the behind the scenes stuff, I get super, super excited because, you know, it's, I'm a diehard gamer and I'm a huge fan and I love playground games. And I and I, I, I still think that the same way the Killzone team went from a first person, uh, very mediocre shooter, in, you know, in Killzone. And then released Horizon. I mean, listen, I know that I have the two. I'm not a, as big as a fan of. I still love Horizon 1. Uh, one of my favorite uh, new IPs from Sony. And I, I love Aloy as a character. If they can do it, why, why couldn't uh, Playground Games do it? And we know Playground Games has hired people that worked on God of War, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Horizon. So let me just... Uh, I, while you stepped away for a second, I... I um, I asked the uh, yeah I, I asked the people what they are most anticipating. Uh, Jago Six says Hellblade, Gear Six, Starfield, Fable. Bobby Dazzle says Forza Motorsports. Um, let's see. Uh, Kevin Baldwin says Avowed. Um, Cyber Sekiro says Marcus Phoenix Collection. I really hope that's freaking real. Uh, Boss Red, good friend of the program, says he just wants something new and unexpected. I want I want banjo. I don't care what anyone says, damn it. I want a new, ban <laughs> want a new banjo. Um, let's see. Who else is here? Um, oh, Trey Bone, 408, wants a vow. Yeah, so do I. I I'm kind of a greedy gamer. Everyone has, has really good things. Uh, Green Goblin in the chat. What's going on, brother? He wants to see something on Indiana Jones. That would be dope. Uh, Nicholas uh, Lundeth uh, wants Fable, Killer Instinct. Yes, and Gear 6. That is dope. Um, let's see. Daniel uh, uh, Jilloff uh, wants Persona 6 Xbox exclusive. Yo, that would bring down the freaking house if that happened. Holy cow. Um, we have uh, Dustin Lambert, man, of my, man after my own heart. He wants a new Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Daniel Jackson wants a Banjo. Parker Burns wants Wolfenstein 3. Um, oh, Stash Gordon, you're the man, brother. He wants... 
Splinter Cell. I've been saying this for, I've been wrong every year that I've said this. I would love a new Splinter Cell and I would like it exclusive, please. Thank you. That would be dope. I appreciate that. Uh, Valerian wants avowed. Uh, let's see. El Nini uh, wants Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Starfield, Space Marine 2. First two, he's got a lot on those. Uh, Patman Jones, oh, this is a great pick. Jet Set Radio. And we're hearing that actually might be there because they have a nice deal with um, uh, you know, Sega. Oh, good friend of the program, Predator H2O. What's going on, brother? I don't know if it's me, Boom, but you sound like you're underwater a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay, there it sounds- goes. You're better. You're better now. Okay. I don't know weird. what that was. That was really strange. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me know if it was just me, Chad, but it's not like Boom. I, I think it might have been you, it might have been your mic because I thought it was you because I was speaking and I okay. and I heard like like because I don't have any AC or anything. But listen, sorry for the, the technical hiccup. Uh Steel, listen, let me read these last a couple of super chats okay. and then we'll get everyone out of here because again, we're this is normally a 70-minute show. Uh Chris Gomez, generous friend of the program, drops a ten dollar super chat and says Keep doing what you're doing. Honest conversation. Wide variety of community voices. That's why I listen every chance I can. Hold Microsoft to account. Thanks, Boom. Well, thank you, uh, Chris. That is very kind of you to say. And I appreciate the confidence and I appreciate the the, the generosity. Uh, we have Mohammed Scherz's, uh drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Boom, really happy Microsoft is pivoting to single player and Sony uh, the com- is is doing the complete opposite. Eat that, Sony fans. Uh, enjoy uh, your uh, out to lunch company, but brother, that's very kind of you to say, and thank you for the generosity. And again, that's true. We did see a, a Rolls reversal. Jim Ryan's new PlayStation, heavy gas, uh, gas games, games as a service, uh, and we did hear uh, a couple of articles that were written during the week that they are only going to release deal two AAA first party games per year. The rest are going to be gas games. I don't know if that's what the uh, the uh, PlayStation community wants. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't think that's what they want. I think they're going to get a lot of pushback. But still, we got to have you sell your brand, brother. By all means, talk about living split screen. The best place for Saturday morning content. You and Pong Soul, the dynamic duo, go and drop. Yes, sir. Sometimes four-hour shows. They're live, they're raw, they're uncut, and of course, they're taken from a third, uh, an RTS perspective. Love what you do. Talk about it. Yeah, so that RTS perspective, for those who don't know, that's that real-time strategy where you pull yourself out of the world, you look at the darker crevices of the map, you pull those resources together so you can build not only your own foundation, but potentially reach those 3 billion gamers that Phil Spencer always talks about. But yeah, Living Split Screen, um, it's a long console-centric platform. Uh, We talk about everything that's going on within the industry. Um, and again, from that RTS approach, but also we throw a lot of that ECP in there. And that's that educated consumer perspective um, because we aren't lawyers. We don't work for these companies. Uh, we can only take our own professional experience and life experiences um, and our experience as gamers overall um, and give that to you all and see what you guys feel about that. Have open conversations and uh, just be passionate about everything that we do, man, because uh, gaming is art, should be treated as such. And at least that's how I personally look at it. Um, tonight we will be doing, um, and tonight is going to be June 1st, um, around 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Central, somewhere around there, Diablo 4 live stream. Um, 
There's going to be plenty of spoilers nice. in there. So definitely, if you're, if you're worried about spoilers, don't come in. I'm going to tell you right now, cutscenes, everything. Um, if you're looking to just get an experience with Diablo, maybe you've never jumped in before, come check me out. Um, I'm going to be live on Living Split Screen, uh, getting that streamed out there, day one, early access. So for those who want to come hang out, hang out. And um, <laughs> while you stop it through, sub to the channel if you can. We're on that road to 1K. We're building yes. up. We're doing it organically. Um, and I've been saying that more so recently because, look, you, every, everybody do what you feel like you need to do um, to become successful. But I would never try to sit here and pay my way for subs or likes. Yeah, or views. that's ridiculous. Um, and I've I've been seeing that again here recently. The grassroots way of doing honest content right, right, right. is the best way. A again, listen, do, do make make your content how you want to make it. Uh, I would never sell out. Pong would never sell out. And certainly still still rain will never sell out for 100%. subs. They're important. There's no doubt about it. And it's a metric that as yeah, a content yeah. creator, we, we have to gauge. We have to, you know, we, we worry about because we want to be successful. But yeah, you're always going to get the, the truth from us. And you're always going to get content that's honest, thought provoking, and more importantly, fun. Steel. Yeah, one thousand percent. It's part of the reason why we don't do giveaways or anything, like at least not right now, um, because we do want to build that base that truly does support us and loves us for us and what we're trying to do. So then we can grow and then we can, you know, start cutting deals and promo deals and whatnot, and start working some other things in there for the community so everybody can benefit. Because that's the point, right? We want to see the community grow. Um, I still believe us as gamers have the most impact in this industry. Um, and the more we continue to have this open conversation, the more we're able to. To you know, be hand in hand with each other. We don't have to agree on everything. Uh, I think the better off we will be. Um, and like Boom, I like to leave people with a little something. Uh, look, people, something my mom told me within the last few years, ten years, last decade, I should say. Um, and it's, don't expect for other people to think like you think. Yep, great point. Much love everybody. Much no, love great stuff that. as always. Uh, real quick, Jerome TJ says this after dropping an additional very generous two dollars super chance. I want Mecha Soul too, but sadly. We won't get it. I mean, listen, Phil. Yeah, it's it's in yeah, limbo. It, it, it's in limbo because of the IP. Licensing, but yeah. man, if there's one person, you know, I tell you, you know, you know what I'd like to see, and it would be a great surprise. It's unlikely, but I think that the game still slaps. Crimson Skies is dope. Uh, I still think it's fantastic, and it would be a great multiplayer game because it's an airplane shooter as well as the story-driven content. It, that actually would be kind of dope. Spider-Man drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, uh, we're wrong. The tease oh. with glitter was for Gear Six. <laughs> oh, nice! It's gonna be a it's gonna be a I very fairy driven. It's gonna game. be a fairy driven. <laughs> I love it. But listen, folks, once again, thank you for the generosity. Uh, thank you for making this show uh, as popular as it has become. Because, like I said, this is one of the shows that originally wasn't doing well. I was going to sunset the show, and you know, tr sometimes we do things and it doesn't work. But I'm glad that you're enjoying the one on one content. Uh, Steel, thank you so much for being here as always. Uh, and of course, before we get out of here, folks, I, I, I'm going to close out with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of X Vlog Live. Yeah. <laughs>